You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast that encourages mindfulness, gratitude, and hopefully an occasional laugh. I'm Mark Reed, a former college professor and lawyer. Now I live in the countryside of Japan, make traditional Japanese paper, and try to make myself and the world a little better today than it was yesterday. I'm here twice a week, either with research and observations, or talking with inspiring, artistic, and influential people. The idea is to bring some calm and kindness to the world and help you do the same. Hey, here we are. I am back today with my special cohorts, special in quotes there, uh, Andy Rickles and Rob Crotline. Uh, it is the third time for each of them to be here and the second for all three of us to be together, which is pretty cool. They, uh, they probably never thought they would be roped into being a regular fixture on a podcast, but what can I say, Rob and Andy, you guys are irresistible. Uh, <laughs> so uh, for the first time listener, Andy is an academic level theologian, as opposed to the armchair version that so many people are. And um, I don't know if he would describe himself that way, but uh, that's my label I'm sticking on him. But uh, he is a learned man and a scholar amongst boys at this particular virtual roundtable. No offense, Rob. Uh, he is also a frequent proponent, a zealous advocate, if you will, of the enduring universal never-ending appeal of Harry Styles. Stand by. <laughs> the boys he sits among are myself and Rob Crotline, both attorneys and collegiate lecturers at one point. Rob is a frequent proponent, a zealous advocate, if you will, of the devil. <laughs> Whatever you can think of in your mind as the most solid, rigid, ironclad, rational of all arguments to be made, Rob will not only tell you you're wrong, he will have statistics to back it up. Welcome back, my good friends. Uh, solid intro, my friend. <laughs> it's always good to be here, man. Uh, and, and, I, and I will point out, it's devil's advocate, not just <laughs> advocate for the devil. <laughs> he said what he said, Rob. <laughs> he said what he said. Out there, man. <laughs> so I, I have got a great topic for the three of us today. I hope everyone here and at home is thoroughly lubed up. That is a euphemism, of course, for an alcoholic beverage and in no way a gratuitous attempt at an irreverent comedic pun on the topic the transgender non-binary movement. I hope you're lubed up, fellas. <laughs> so what, uh, what is it? Uh, not only what are the definitions of those who fall under those labels, i.e. discarding the traditional labels of man and woman for newer labels that might be more accurate in some way, but what also is the movement for itself? Uh, the right to access a specific bathroom, uh, granted access to a particular gender-associated sport, uh, a movement to simply be referred to by a specific pronoun, he, she, or they. Um, I chose this particular topic because uh, it's one I wrestle with. And I, uh, I brought on these two friends who sit close to me ideologically in some ways, uh, at least in proximity as we are all rational and not hunkered down to strict partisan platforms. However, if we were on an ideological report card for the political spectrum of right-wing conservative to lefty progressivism, uh, I imagine I would fall in the middle of the three of us, though I am, uh, I'm perfectly at ease to admit my leanings left or right. Uh, 
Uh, so I'm hoping today to gain some clarity on the topic from two rational voices. Let's start here. <clears throat> I'm confused. Not with my own identity or sexuality. Uh, I am thankfully past the age of confusion about those topics. But about definitionally, culturally, politically, what, what are we talking about? <laughs> what is the issue? What is the movement? And I would like to start with Rob on that question. Well, uh, you know, and, and I guess first I will say, uh, you know, this would the caveat being this is my understanding because I don't I don't pretend to speak for you know any particular uh, group or individual. Um, you know, my understanding is this is about personal identity, um, and, and that's you know, and, and and I suppose that's also independent of you know their uh, sexual preference as well because I think you know you know, there's some fluidity there between, you know, both your gender identity and your sexual preference that those but, things are not necessarily linked. Okay. Let, let, let me jump in though. You know, I think we all, I don't want to speak for either one of you, but uh, if it's just a matter of personal identity, do any of us, regardless if you're on the right or left of the political spectrum care, like if some, body who has all the characteristics of what we would normally perceive to be male uh says hey i prefer to be called she you know i mean we might personally find it a little weird but would we care you know is that what is at issue i would say that first of all let me say this caveat about this whole conversation uh, i'm not sure that what the world needs is three white guys <laughs> talking about this uh and 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 but I'm here because I think there's value in us talking it out. Uh, but for anybody listening, there are tons of voices of people uh, who would, would identify in different ways than cisgendered white man. Um, so mm. seek those out and listen, listen to those voices. There's probably not enough of that going on among people who try to sort of assign what, what this is. I guess my question is what does that matter? Like if, we, if somebody came up and said, Hey, I prefer to be called, he or she, even though we might perceive them as the other. Uh, well, for me, do we give a shit? Do we care? For me, I would say it like this. I don't care insofar as I honor other people's choices, uh, how they perceive themselves, how they want to identify, how they do identify, um, who they are. I, I, I don't want to just say I don't care because I, I, I don't want to just act like it's, I don't want it to feel dismissive um, because I think it's important. For those of us who probably do fall into more traditional gender roles um, to honor the stories and the identities of those who, who may not. All right. I'll Rob, go ahead and say, yeah. I'll go ahead and say, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, you know, now, we, we, you know, obviously if, if somebody that I work with or somebody that, you know, is a friend of mine or something, if somebody came to me and said, you know, Hey, I'd prefer to be referred to by this name. Um, or use this pronoun. Absolutely. I'm going to do it. You know, like I, I have no ideological stand, you know, as far as any individual's choice, you know, with regard to who they are, what they want, you know, you do you, you do whatever you want. I mean, get crazy with it. I mean, you know, whatever, whatever works with the understanding that, you know, each individual's rights end where somebody else's begin. And so I think that's where I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, all right, to the extent that you're 
you know, identity, um, you know, whatever choices you've made in regards to that, to the extent that that starts to create problems for someone else. Um, and I don't think there's a ton of areas where that happens. Uh, you know, I think pr primarily we're talking about like, you know, uh, sports, gender, you know, gender-based differences in sports. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's a very narrow kind of slice of society where this would really become problematic. Yeah. I, I think you nailed it that most people, unless you're just radically positioned, uh, care that much about if somebody said, Hey, you know, call me he or she, you know, that's, that really isn't so much the issue that it's a fringe segment of society that would, that would refuse. I think the meat of this issue is, uh, I, there are two. And if there's another, I'd like for either one of you to point them out. One is, um, I think the bigger, the, the, the more significant one is about sports. If someone who was say born anatomically male, but identifies themselves as female and maybe they've even gone through the appropriate surgeries to complete that process, then competing in female sports. Um, I will be honest here. I have a problem with it because uh, men and women are, uh, you know, on a, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a scientist, but uh, men have an advantage physically. And it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right if Caitlyn Jenner now, per, uh, well, now she's too old, but let's just say <laughs> Bruce had become Caitlyn back in 1976 and, uh, and then suddenly competed in the female decathlon and destroyed it, just, you know, won it. It just doesn't, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. I, you know, I know there's, I know there's, there's opinions on both sides of this, but this is one of those things where, you know, the, the objective facts are what they are. And, you know, the, the, this is scientific. Um, males have more muscle mass. Uh, they have more bone mass. Um, they have uh, higher lung capacity. Just in general, men have a, a physical advantage and to allow them to compete with women, um, you know, is it, it, is fundamentally unfair to women, and uh, you know that, that does bother me on a, on a level when you know women have been fighting for you know decades uh, to get the rights that they have in sports to be able to you know to have teams to play on Title Nine. You know, right. we they've they've fought for so long to get to a level where they can they have their own thing where they can compete, and now we're going to let men in there and just shatter their records and, you know, kind right, of put, right. relegate them to the side. I have a problem with that. Andy, do you take the other side or what? I mean, I, I would disagree. Um, first of all, I see exactly, I mean, I, I don't disagree with any of the points you made. Um, I'm just, I, a couple of things. I, for one, I can't get past the idea that it fundamentally would be discrimination uh, to not allow somebody to play a sport uh, based on their, um, they can play gender. the sport as a um, man. <laughs> well, but, but if they present as a female, then, I mean, that's going to cause other problems. And also, isn't there something fundamentally unfair about sports anyway? Um, I played high school basketball and so did you Rob with a guy that was six foot six, 260 pounds. He had every physical advantage over me. 
Um, but, but we were, I mean, I, I, you're always going to have some folks that are naturally more physically gifted. Um, and that, that's part of the landscape of sports. Um, and so I, I don't, I don't know if that, I don't, I, I don't know. I, and I, I don't want to just throw away the complexity of the issue because I know, um, there are, you know, I, I know it, that that's an interesting perspective. You know, tell me if this is an inappropriate analogy, but I got to thinking about, um, you know, now every time there's an Olympics, it's followed by the para Olympics. Um, and so, you know, my point is, uh, to what you were saying, Andy, is that, uh, okay. So all of us able-bodied people, well, we would have a pretty distinct advantage. Although some of those para athletes could could beat me straight up and whatever i'm sure most of them could in whatever sport we're talking about here but you know uh if i'm an able-bodied athlete in a particular sport and someone is disabled uh you know they have no chance to compete whatsoever so we have paralympics for them and i'm not saying we should have trans sports or trans uh olympics or whatever um but we do make accommodation for people who don't fit in right. what are the majority sort of roles that we, you know, most of us identify as man or, or woman. Sure. And, it, and I don't want to discriminate against a group just because it's a small group, but right. Yeah. How far do we go? How, and that's how- why I said it fundamentally feels like discrimination, even if it is a small group and, and within that group, it would be probably an overwhelmingly small number of people uh, choosing to compete in sports. Because what I don't believe, I don't believe there are, are men out there that decide to compete as women just so that they can win shit. Like, I, I don't think that happens. <laughs> that would be a, yeah, that would be a pretty competitive person. Right. Like, um, <laughs> and so it, it feels like at the very least societally, we just need to figure it out. Like we need to figure out the best way to make it as equitable as possible. And Andy, if you, you've got daughters, don't you? I do I have two daughters and one son. Okay. If your daughters were competing in something, do, do either of them play sports? Uh, my youngest, uh, is on the dance line and they, they compete at like band competitions. Um, my son played a lot of sports growing up. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think my daughters were very interested in that stuff. Okay. I mean, if you did have like a daughter that would play your high school sport, you know, basketball, and then, you know, I don't know, she's getting dunked on by, (laughs) If she's Kate. getting dunked on damn it i'm doing that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna let it i'm not gonna get beat by my child <laughs> yeah I, I know i'm just trying to think like <laughs> no i, I know what know. you're saying and yeah. and i mean making it personal I, I mean it's hard for me to know what my gut feeling would be um yeah i you know i understand uh kind of the the perspective that andy's talking about you know that well there's you know there's always discrimination i mean well sure um, you know, we discriminate all the time and it's perfectly valid and, and, and legal. And, you know, we don't let blind people drive cars. Uh, you know, I you mean, sure. <laughs> even though, yeah, well, we, we let stupid people drive cars. That's, oh, that's, it, that's, and we let stupid people, we let stupid people vote. Unfortunately, we let stupid people do a lot of things that we yeah. really should not do. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I think it's it, it's one of those things that um, you know we all recognize that everybody has a fundamental right 
to be the person that they want to be. Um, but again, you know, when that bumps up against an objective reality, um, you know, and, and, and I think that's kind of where, you know, like you were talking about the definitional thing about, you know, what is a male, um, you know, um, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's pretty clear, um, you know, if you're born with male genitalia and you have a Y chromosome, um, I think that's the, the most simplistic definition. Believe it or not, and I thought that too, it's not apparently not that clear. Um, it, yes, it is most, not that, uh, and well, I think so, there's probably a distinction be, to be made between your biological sex and your gender. Um, I don't think those two things are the same things. I think gender would be sort of how you present yourself. And some of that is arbitrary. I mean, it, it's sort of completely arbitrary. Some of the things that women do that men don't do or vice versa. You know, at one point, you know, it was controversial for, you know, a, a man to have his hair long or, or earrings or, or whatever. I mean, that's sort of arbitrary, but those would probably be wrapped up in our gender presentation. So I think there is a well, distinction but, to be made there. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm talking about internal body differences, not sure. how you wear your hair or but, whether you play with dolls. I mean, I'm talking about, um, there are fundamental physical differences that, that begin with, uh, you know, having, uh, you know, like the, the, the hormones that flow through your body are largely determined by right. you know, the, whether you have gonads or not. Right. And, well, that, okay. That, see, this is something I wasn't aware of until this week when I started researching for this topic that uh, e there are people born with XY chromosomes who have ovaries. I mean, th there are actually some you know, I mean, these are rare instances, but those are, those are out. Those are extreme outliers, you know, statistically across a population. And then, and I think this is, this is where it kind of comes down to is look, we cannot, you can't take a country with, you know, 350 million people in it and legislate for, uh, you know, 70,000. And I think that's, that's my point here is that when we're talking about, uh, you know, how we treat, a population of 350 million people, we can't really base that on something that happens 0.0007% of the time. You know, like you've got to just, at a certain point, you have to say, this is what the usual is. And then we'll handle the other thing on a case by case basis when it comes up. And I think, you know, that's fine. And, and I, I think that's why I kind of, you know, bristle a little bit with the whole notion of, you know, making federal you know changes to things based on this across the, the country because you're taking something that is statistically extremely rare and trying to make rules that apply to a massive country based on that i think that's a fundamentally unsound process that is guaranteed to create problems and it already has all right i mean i'm still confused <laughs> but uh let me add to the confusion before we run out of time, I wanted to, uh, I, I looked up non-binary, which is the latest and greatest addition to this uh, conversation. You know, I, I mentioned at the beginning Demi Lovato and how they would like to be referred to they as they now instead of she. Okay. So, you know, what what is non-binary gender? Well, according to the good folks at verywellmind.com, this is a non-political site. This is a mental uh, health and wellness site. 
um, they have identified six types of non-binary, six types. So non-binary is not just a type in itself. It now breaks down into six types. Here they are. Uh, the first is a gender. So as opposed to like, not like a gender, but like a political is non-political or a, a religious, this is a gender, um, <clears throat> excuse me, having so like androgynous. Well, you that tell me, I'm, I'm trying to figure this stuff out. The definition of a gender is uh, having no specific gender identity or having a gender identity that is neutral or undefined, sometimes used interchangeably with genderless and neutros new new choice it, maybe it looks, looks french like neutral <laughs> i don't know this is all new to me too <laughs> <laughs> we have bi gender and i really want you guys to help me get my head around this one uh having two distinct gender identities either simultaneously or alternatively how is that not just split personality Right. How do you have simultaneous gender identity? Yeah, really the, the silence, the, the silence is deafening. I'll I mean, go on. That's a very, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to speak on somebody else's experience because I think it's important to, to remember with these definitions that um, it's probably trying to make sense of people's experiences. And I don't, I don't know how much physical evidence there is for the, for a gender expression or a gender identity. That's true that I, I am glad if, you if it's separate from biology in some ways, then, you know, you're, you're, you're just kind of having to, you're, you're going on what people tell you. And so I, I don't want to speak for somebody who might be feeling that way. And I, I, I hear that. I'm glad you actually brought that up for this reason, because, you know, I, I am kind of laughing as I go through these, because they are, they are so foreign uh, of a concept to me, but I, I should remember, I'm going to make two point, two quick points here. One, Andy, you're right. I should remember that this exists because somebody out there feels this way. Right. And I should respect that. I get that. Absolutely. I get that. And then I think, well then, so should I not laugh about it at all? If, and here's the other side of me that is going to say, that's when we become ridiculous when we can't laugh at anything. And I'll tell you just a quick story about this. Again, I don't know what I was going to make it in this, but my brother has Tourette syndrome and most of us have, uh, or uh, most of the population has a kind of uh, um, an idea about Tourette syndrome uh, as what they see in movies where someone can, it, it's just like uncontrollably, uncontrollably, cursing out you know out loud a lot that actually was never one of my brother's symptoms now let me be clear he doesn't have mild Tourette's uh he doesn't have an extreme form he, he but he has a pretty uh, it's pretty recognizable it's it's an obvious thing this I grew up with him and he had facial tics he had you know his arm would move and you know and he, it's you know uh verifiable but uh, my point is um I you know comedians make jokes all the time about Tourette's um one someone else we know I'll, I can name him uh, well it's another Rob that we know that we went to high school with uh who I was good friends with uh one time before he knew that about my brother he went into this like long like 15 minute story about Tourette's and was making jokes about it right and left and uh he had no idea and at the, at the end of it I just looked at him I'm like are you finished yeah yeah what, what's that don't freak out. 
my, <laughs> my brother has Tourette's dude. <laughs> and he, you know, he just turned like ghostly white. And I was like, dude, dude, you, there's no way you can know. I don't, you know, it's no big deal. You know, my point is, and to get us back on topic, you're right, Andy, to point out that somebody, I'm laughing through these, but somebody feels this way. Maybe they feel oppressed. Maybe they feel, you know, discriminated against. But, and I should respect that. I should, I should acknowledge that. But my goodness, if I can't laugh about some of this, what can we laugh about anymore? I mean, how far down the rabbit hole do we go? I think the key is you're not laughing at the expense of somebody else. You're laughing at our own inability to understand some things. Um, I think it's fair to laugh at yourself in those situations. Hmm. Um, and, and to laugh at the fact that you ask us a question and because of our limited experience in this, it was just tumbleweed. It was, I mean, that's, that was funny. I mean, it was, it was an objectively funny thing to happen for a white guy not to have shit to say, because we always got something to say. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> but, but I think if we were laughing at somebody else's expense, yeah, um, I think is where probably a line would be crossed. Well, in this yeah, situation. But you actually bring up a really good point when you were talking about, I think Andy made the point that, you know, this is somebody has had this experience. And I think for me, this is this is fundamentally the problem that I have with uh, this whole issue. Um, you know, I, I do have something of a back. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist or anything. I don't hold any certifications or anything. But I mean, I have a background in it. I worked for a psychiatrist in college. Um, I, you know, I have a minor in it. Um, I, I've worked in a lot of that stuff over the years as a lawyer. Um and I've talked to a lot of people over the years who have all sorts of experiences. And I guess my, my fundamental problem with this is, is that it's not clear to me when somebody is experiencing something, whether that's actually a fundamental part of their identity or whether that's a symptom of some sort of uh, neuroses or a personality disorder. And I mean, trust me, like I've talked to people who, you know, had, you know, friendly relationships with demons, um, you know, and, and I mean, Rob, that was fundamental. I, I, would, I would ask that you not bring our personal conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, this, this is a different Mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is, you know, like I, I, I've had, I've literally sat across a table from, you know, somebody who um, put their baby in a microwave um, because a demon told them to. And this was a, you know, this was an experience that they had and a very real experience that they had had for years talking back and forth with this demon. And I know this is an extreme example, and I'm, I'm pleased I'm not trying to insinuate that somebody who identifies as a different gender is, is, you know, hallucinating. I'm glad but, you I mean, said it that. Does, <laughs> it does bring up a point here that at a certain point, we don't know, like there is no standard for this. We don't know that just because somebody's having an experience just because somebody feels a certain way, um, you know, people are making fundamental changes in their life. I mean, huge changes, uh, you know, as, I mean, in some cases, even getting surgery for things. Um, you know, I don't know that psychologically, scientifically, that we have enough of a handle on this to know that, like, is this something that somebody legitimately was just born and they are fundamentally a man in a woman's body or a woman in a man's body, or that they feel two genders simultaneously. Um, for me, I have a really hard time kind of reconciling that, that 
you know, these experiences that they're having, just knowing that many people have all kinds of experiences, you know, right. at, at what point does this become something that you change your life over? Yeah, I, I you're right. Cause I, I, you know, I laugh about it because I don't, uh, I can't understand it. I, I can't understand. I can't even conceptually understand how you simultaneously have two genders, you know, but, um, but you know, that's part of what we're doing here is to try to get to a, a better understanding. I mean, that's literally my motivation here is to try to, you know, start figuring this stuff out because those are only two definitions. I got four more and I, uh, you know, help me. I mean, help me understand, you know, um, because I didn't know that this stuff even existed. Uh, I guess there are some non-binary people who identify themselves as gender fluid. Right. And I, uh, uh, moving between two or more gender identities. Next is gender queer, a catch-all term for individuals with non-binary uh, gender identities. Some people identify with it as their main identity. The term includes a slur, so make sure an individual explicitly identifies with it before tacking it onto them. So. We've got a definition so that we don't offend them by calling them man or woman, but be careful because this new definition might offend them. Anyway, I'll let that hang in the air. Um, then there's just, I guess, non-binary, the umbrella term covering all gender identities outside the gender binary. Individual Individuals can and do identify with non-binary as their specific identity. Also referred to as NB or NB. So NB is in the letters NB or uh, phonetically, I guess, NB would be spelled out E-N-B-Y. Though both of these terms are contentious as NB also means non-black. Some uh, black cisgender and non-binary people are uncomfortable with uh, NB uh, as a shortened term for non-binary. Many non-binary adults do not feel comfortable with NB, the E-N-B-Y spelling, because it sounds infant. I'm terrible at pronouncing words I do actually know, but infantilizing, you know, making something. Infantilizing. Thanks, uh, Andy. (laughs) 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 Two and O today. Um, Yeah. So don't call them an NB, but unless they say it's okay to call them an NB. (sighs) The end. <laughs> the end of the whole episode. We'll just go out on that. I don't know, man. I just don't know. You know, if I if someone came up to me and said they, you know, uh, um, you know, pl- please, uh, I I am gender queer or I am uh, gender fluid. Um, I mean that's fine with me. I don't care. You know, I don't care. It, it, are these definitions? necessary i mean i guess to help us try to understand like i said before but i I would say especially if it's somebody that you know somebody that you have a relationship with if they were to come express one of those terms to you um maybe it's appropriate just to say i don't know exactly what you mean by that could you explain to me you know could you help me me understand you know what you mean by those by that um because i think maybe the most important thing that us three can say is what you've been saying for a while now, Mark. I don't know. Like mm. it's okay to not know and to not understand well, that, as long as we don't pretend like we do. Yeah. And that, 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 that is, 
that you is know, take, how a, I, take the posture of a learner. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. That is how I'm cutting you off. I, that is how I would approach it. I mean, I, I, uh, I remember, um, being in a, in a bar, God, too many of my stories on this show <laughs> revolve around being in a bar. Right. Like Andy, you were on one other time. I talked about getting, almost getting into a bar fight, but anyway, I was in a bar in, uh, uh, Florida, Panama City Beach, Florida, and there was oh, a so uh, a classy bar. <laughs> yes, it, this was a Dirty Mike and the boys were there. <laughs> this, this was four stars on a four hundred star scale. Um, so uh, it was that yeah that level of bar. But there was a uh, a cross dresser. I, I hope that's the appropriate label. I doubt he or she is listening to this, uh, so it's okay. But um uh. It, but it was an anatomical male dressed as a female in the bar. I didn't, it didn't even bother me it, you know, in any way. Uh, it, uh, I wound up like having a couple of drinks and talking to this person and, uh, um, without, without even feeling uncomfortable, I, you know, I just said, Hey man, I, or, or woman, I, what's going on? I, I just, I don't know. I don't understand. So please explain it to me. And they were very appreciative of the fact that, you know, I was just open to ask that question because so many, so many people just like see something that's unfamiliar to them and just are scared. I, I think that's sort of the, the, to me, it's sort of the political definition of a conservative. They don't want to change what they already know and are comfortable with. Well, I, I don't know about that. I, I, I think we're, we're pigeonholing. Uh, I mean, um, you know, I'm perfectly comfortable with change as so long as it's giving me more freedom, not less. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, that's really where I come down on, you know, this is like you said, um, any individual that I encountered that, you know, like there's zero chance I would ever discriminate against somebody. Um, you know, uh, not call them whatever they want me to call them, if that's what makes them comfortable. I mean, you know, because that's, that's kindness. I mean, that's the kind of thing we should do. Um, I would, now I, I would resist ex very, very strongly um, any government effort to force me to use certain language like Canada famously, um, you know, uh, did, um, you know, I would fight that seven days out of the week. I mean, you know, the, but I would always do, you know, the right thing by any individual. I just, you know, don't force me to do it. At this point in the conversation, uh, Andy, Rob, and myself encountered uh, several technical difficulties, uh, first with sound and then later with video. And we decided that we, we had exhausted enough um, uh, of our opinion and, uh, on the topic uh, for this particular episode. So we came to an abrupt conclusion. Well, the end. Um, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> go to... Uh, Take professional counseling immediately. <laughs> Yeah, and if there's if there's some money left over after your counseling, go to patreon.com slash Zen Sandwich and uh throw us three bucks <laughs> for this. No, uh for just the whole month. You might not even like this particular episode, but uh just you know, uh for a whole month's worth of episodes, 
throw us three bucks. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I am anymore. Andy, Rob, uh, it's been great. You guys are awesome. Yeah, it's been it's fun, man. Thanks. Good to if talk I don't, to both of you. Yeah, if I don't get canceled, <laughs> uh, I'll have you on again sometime. I think this ship is going. We're all going down together on this one, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs>